Well, hello there. I'm Beverly Jessup, CEO and teletherapist, entrepreneur, seeing clients all over the world online. But it wasn't always like that. When I had to move to a different school, different clinic, hospitals, I had to hustle to get more clients and I was exhausted. But now I have grown a purely online business that gives me the freedom and lifestyle that I would have only dreamed of. And now I choose which clients I work with, what hours I work, and at a price level that works for me and my client to make my business profitable. So that if you are a teletherapist and you want to transition from working face-to-face -to, -face to online therapy and want to learn how you can do that on auto, then you are in the right place. I created Women in Action podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step -step strategies to help you do the same. And in this podcast, I will be talking to other women other entrepreneurs who have taken action to grow their business online and you will get educational podcasts where I'll be doing interviews with people related to business as well as teletherapy information and how you can make your teletherapy actionable, interesting and accessible and attractive so that your clients want you and your superpowers to work. So let's get started. Hello. Hi Beth, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you, Delara? All good, thank you very much. Right, so I know that you're not here in the UK, are you? Um, tell us where you are from and um, what sort of things you do. Right, I'm based in Dubai, that's in UAE. And um, thank you so much for having me, first of all. Today I'm so excited about the session that we're about to have. I am an Instagram and mindset coach. Basically, I help um, service-based entrepreneurs like coaches, consultants, and educators to build a strong community online, which is on Instagram, my area of expertise, so that they receive quality leads and are able to generate their leads within their social media page, which is Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, I have to be honest, actually, Delaria, that I feel... I, I feel quite in awe of you because Instagram is something that I find really scary. I don't know why. It's probably because I don't use it very well. Um, and, you know, I just put a bunch of images up there and I think, oh, I'm not getting this right. So I'd rather go and use it, do things on Facebook or, um, you know, LinkedIn. It seems a lot easier. Um, I don't know what what you think about that sort of fear thing is that is that do you think that's normal that's absolutely normal in fact that's what i keep hearing on daily basis like instagram is broken it's not working the algorithm is not helping my content is not being shown to people and i totally understand the feeling and the frustration and as you said yourself probably it's because you haven't used it much as for other people, even if they do use it, they tend to use it in a wrong way. And obviously, 
things don't end up well for them. Therefore, they get to develop those limiting beliefs where they think that it's literally going against them, <laughs> whereas it's um, just about making the right tweaks and going with the system and working with it so that it can benefit you instead of, um, you know, not showing the content to the right people, which again leads to you not getting the results. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I must admit, my Instagram is, um, when I looked at my images, I thought, mm -hmm. oh, dear, I got the wrong size. And I put my images from um, Facebook, which is a particular size, and then I put it into Instagram, the same image, and then it got cut off, and it looked it looked a real mess. So, um, but so, what do you think? What advice would you give about images, about content, about attracting that audience? Right. So, content creation uh, before anybody even jumps into content strategy, it's important to figure out your niche. And I know many would be like, no, I don't want to niche down and whatsoever because otherwise I'll miss out on other clients if I keep talking about a specific group. But that's the first step. I'll tell you why, because you have to understand that you are not the only creator, whether it's a therapist or coach or consultant on the platform. And there are thousands and hundreds of thousands of people talking at the same time. So if you are being general, right, and talk about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, it's it's difficult for people to take a grasp of, of what is it that you are all about. So it's important for them to know that BEV stands for this one, not like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, you know. I know many people are multi-talented, but it's very, very important to be known for one specific thing. So are you saying that then... If I'm working with adults who've had strokes and then like mm -hmm. I've just seen a child who um, has got a stammer and right. um, yesterday I saw a, a child who was a, a, a toddler or just about to start school actually. So mm -hmm. if that's too many kind of client groups, I, sh I can't put all of that on Instagram. Right. Um, you can definitely work with different groups of people but when it comes to your messaging it, it has to be directed to one person because the way you would speak to um if you work with children let's say your message will be directed to their parents right so the way you would speak to the parents of young children of toddlers and an adult person would be way too different the branding the colors would be different your choices of words would be different the entire message would be different so if one day, like, let's say, I don't know you, you don't know me, I came across your page, and then I see a post related to a toddler, and then I see a post related to, um, uh, like, a senior person, right? I'll be like, mm, you know, it's confusing, it doesn't stand out. Whereas if you keep talking about one topic in different ways, it will speak to people. So basically, whenever you speak to everybody, you are speaking to nobody. As we said, there are millions, thousands of people talking. And for a person who is bombarded with so many messages on a daily basis, to you, it feels like, my goodness, I'm talking about the same thing. But on average, it takes six to eight times for a person to see a post from you so that they start associating you with something. Does it uh -huh. make sense? 
Yes, that's right. So, I mean, when um, we think about, there's two sort of pages, I suppose, on there. There's a profile page, which is mm-hmm. my personal profile, say, Beb Jessup. And then there's another sort of like, would you call it a business page? Or, or do, do you recommend us having two different pages for Instagram? Uh, for your account, I, I wouldn't know if it, there is no such thing as business page, like not on Facebook. Oh, okay. It's not like Facebook. Okay, I'm getting confused then. But you you can have your profile to be a a private one and a public profile, which can go as a business page. Why it's a business page? Because it's connected to your Facebook page. And that's where you get to see the insights of how your posts perform. Ah, I see. So is it a good idea then to connect your Instagram to your Facebook Absolutely, because if you are there to try to do business, you definitely want to have an access to insights and see what's happening within the platform. Number one, you would want to see when are the people online so that you figure out what are the good times and days to post. And you would want to see the individual performance of each of your posts in order for you to say, aha, this one works better. This one doesn't work. Maybe I could try and introduce this. Maybe I should completely stop creating these kind of posts, kind of things. Mm. So a big yes, if you are yeah. there for. I wanted to ask you about hashtags. Now, hashtags. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it to do with um, search engine optimization? Is it the way people search for things? Is, it, is that how it works? You brought up a great topic, um, search engine engine optimization. It's not something which is available for Instagram now, but there are news and updates that it will be introduced. It's called keywords. So Instagram wants to become a search engine like Google. Like for instance, whenever you search for a subject, we we literally key in a question in Google and we receive some answers, right? So that's what Instagram tries to become. At the moment, it's not SEO, but um, hashtags, how to break it down in an easy way. It's basically a keyword that people use in order to find something relevant for them. In your case, it would be, for example, if I'm looking for a child therapist, that's what I will key in. And if you are using those hashtags, your post will come up. Therefore, it is important to first, now we get it, we're going back to the um, focusing on one thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Means if you are working with children, the hashtags you will use, use will be related to something that the parents of those toddlers will be using, mm-hmm. right? So um, to answer your question in a simple way, hashtags are keywords which are used by users to reach out to the relevant content creators. Yeah, that's really, really useful, isn't it? Um, I think sometimes I I get bamboozled by all this technology. And um, I guess the fear um, as a speech therapist is um, thinking, well, I've got so much to do with my clients. And now I haven't got time to go on my phone and take a picture and, you know, upload it to um instagram because everything is on the phone isn't it for instagram i'm just checking with messages here okay yeah so how how do you um how do you think about that do you do you think it is what sort of thing what advice would you give me then to overcome this 
fear. Right. Going back to the question that you asked earlier about content, and then we switch to niche. So that now that we've figured that it's important to have a very, very specific niche, when it comes to content strategy, everything you put out there, um, it, the, it, ha it has to have a purpose behind it, right? Because it's not a personal page where we can share pictures of uh, um, random things and taking pictures with our phones, as you said. In fact, right now, it's not even necessary. Um, at the moment, what works the best? While people are becoming, yes, people started to spend way more time online, thanks to 2020, where people had nothing better to do but to stay on their phones. <laughs> at the same time, that literally created a different culture, online culture, where people are no longer interested in following accounts, posting let's say, pretty pictures, but they want something beneficial for them. They want some educational content. Okay. So um, you being a speech therapist, you have so many resources and uh, amazing things to share with people. Therefore, it's not important to take go out and take a picture of something. Those posts can be created within various applications and you can use different formats. You can um, type something out or you can use videos to communicate and to deliver your message across. So you don't need, absolutely don't need to be a photographer or a videographer or have any kind of uh, fantastic tech skills. I mean, if you do, it's a plus. If you don't, you can always get away with basic skills and that's all. That's great. That's really great advice. Um, now, I know that you are what we call an IG coach uh, and, and a mindset coach. So um, right. people want to get to know more about you and know how they can work with you. Um, you, you mentioned in the past about doing a quiz. Do you want to just give me a, a quick explanation of what the quiz is about and how that will help people? Sure. Uh, well, my quiz, we will be dropping the link afterwards right in, in the comment sections but the quiz is um free obviously and very short one it will not take you more than 60 seconds it basically walks you through some questions which at the end will help you to understand what it is that might be missing in your strategy and what's the area that you need to focus on in order to succeed on instagram Okay, that's great. Okay, so if you drop the link down in the comments afterwards and people can sure. go and do that quiz and find out Thank how you. they can grow their IG followers and ultimately grow their business, um, that would be really useful. And, um, how, and if you could also let us know, how can people get in touch with you? Where, where, have you got, where are the contacts for that? Um, you can definitely um, check out my page, Instagram page, which is my name and surname, Dilara Aiden. I can again drop the link as well as um, anybody interested in taking it a step further may DM me or directly schedule a call. Okay, that's great. So um, they, if they do the, the quiz, then that will give them an idea of what you're about and they yeah. can take it in there. So that was Delaria Aiden, IG expert and mindset coach. And if you want some more details, you can find that in the show notes down below. And don't forget to 
um, check in on this podcast again. So consider the free resources down below and have a look at them and think about how you can build your teletherapy business. So there's various resources down in the links below. And um, if you want to develop your online therapy services, then perhaps you might also want to book a call with me and talk about your business and how you can take it to the next step. So without further ado, I will see you on the next podcast. Bye for now.